Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mara Carabello here today with Taylor Morgan. So we're going to close out today with a preview of next Tuesday. Primary elections, you know, they fall in June. Sometimes we're busy. We're doing other things. We're outside and about. We all have mail-in ballots, though, so they should be sitting on your corner where you pile your mail. Get them back out. At the very least, go look up everybody's website. Um, Give them that. But what's interesting this year, Taylor, is we have a lot of contested races. As many people know, every one of our federal delegation is a Republican, and every single one of them has an inter-party fight. That's right. Yeah, this is really exciting. Every single member of Utah's congressional delegation is facing a primary election challenger. And I I think this is a great thing. I think it's good for the process. More discussions, better. More candidates, uh, more voter engagement, more discussions. Uh, I believe it's it's good for the process. So the hottest race is Mike Lee's Senate race, right? That's a statewide. We all get to vote. Well, with registered Republicans, we'll all get to vote in the primary next week. He is being challenged by two women, Allie Isom and Becky Edwards. Right. Both have had um, healthy, robust campaigns. And the winner of next week's primary will match up against Evan McMullen, who is running as an independent. Right. Evan McMullen is running as an independent. There will, will also be... Uh, potentially a number of other third-party candidates on that ballot in November. There will not be a Democratic candidate on the ballot in November because the Democratic delegates at their state convention earlier this year uh, voted in favor of supporting an independent in Evan McMullen over nominating their own party's candidate. So I'm going to stick with the primaries. We're going to stay with next Tuesday. Right. Um, So – if you uh, Blake Moore has two challengers, Chris Stewart has been around for a decade now, and he has a challenger in Aaron Ryder. She's an attorney. This is Stewart's very first primary election ever, right? I think he's had a couple, but they've been minor challenge. Oh yeah, no first primary. You're right. You're right. He's had general. Conven- he's had convention challengers. He's never had a primary before. We have a perennial matchup in John Curtis, who is the incumbent against Chris Herod. And you know, one of the things that's interesting this year is that we're seeing sort of echoes from the Tea Party years. I think this is a defining year for particularly Republicans who are having a conversation between ultra-conservatives and more moderate conservatives. So, you know, Taylor, it's 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 a little bit of an internal battle of who will speak and what voice the Republican Party will be using. Right. Yeah, it's uh, especially on the kind of the extremes on the far right in the Republican Party, uh, we have seen a surge, uh, a very vocal uh, mobilization by uh, people who support Trump, uh, but more specifically kind of this uh, big lie election uh, fraud conspiracy narrative has been driving a lot of the politics uh, on the far right in the Republican Party. Uh, this is not unique to Utah, right? We're seeing this play out in many other states. Uh, and, uh, you know, we see that, certainly have seen that uh, here, especially at conventions, right? County and state conventions in the Republican Party. Now, the primary election uh, universe of voters is going to be far more uh, mainstream, I would say, uh, and essentially moderate uh, in their positions. And so, We'll see how this plays out in the U.S. Senate race, right? We have Mike Lee, uh, we have Becky Edwards, and we have Allie Isom. And Allie Isom and Becky Edwards uh, secured their role or their spot in this primary election through signature gathering. 
Yeah. So I also want to make sure we have time to talk about local elections. I love local elections. We never give them enough time, partly because they are so local. They're so. But if you want to make a difference, if you talk about your voice not being heard or, you know, your pothole issues and really a lot of the taxation happens at a local level. So we have 104 total legislators. We have 29 senators. Half of them will be up and all 75 House members will be up. And Taylor, 22 percent of them have primaries. So likely, well, not likely, but you might be living in a district and they range from anywhere from Ogden and Hill. Those of you living there, you have a primary. Layton has a primary. Delta Beaver, Cedar City has a primary. Our friends in the avenues, they have a Democratic primary. Um, And so does Salt Lake Murray area, meaning throughout Utah, you have a chance. And boy, your vote matters here. And the impact that you will feel with your family on who you send up to the state capitol really makes a difference. Right. And we have uh, primaries also down in St. George, a couple legislative primaries down there uh, where uh, the former, I believe, House District 62, which is now House District 73, where Representative Travis Siegmiller resigned. Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, we still have a contested primary there. Uh, we have a couple strong women uh, Republican candidates running in we primary need, elections. We need strong women. Utah has one of the lowest uh, for our House, not for our local elected. So the mayors and the council people, right. women are coming um, and standing for office there. But in our state House, we're like one of the lowest in the nation. We are. Women. We are. And uh, we have 56 percent of active registered Republican voters in Utah are women. And so there is a huge disconnect, a disparity between the number of women in our state legislature uh, versus the number of uh, women in the uh, predominant party uh, and across all parties in Utah, still a majority women. Yeah. The other interesting thing happening is uh, I think three members of Republican leadership ended up with a primary. So that has ripple effects beyond just the constituency. Yes. If we change our leadership, a leadership is just a handful of people and they have a lot of ability to set the agenda, to decide which bills get heard. They they are who set the appropriations. Now, the whole body can weigh in, but leadership matters. So if you live, you should check and make sure you if you live in a district where you have a Republican leader, they in fact might be challenged right now. Yeah, and we should point out too that we have some very interesting primary elections for county clerk races, uh, specifically in Davis County and in Weber County. In Davis County, uh, we have uh, essentially an open seat uh, there in uh, Davis County because uh, there was a change where the uh, it used to be that the clerk auditor that was one office. Well, and now they've separated. And now they've separated it. And so it's essentially an open seat for the county clerk who will be over elections. We have a primary election there between two candidates uh, running for the county clerk's race in Davis County. And uh, again, in Weber County, we have a contested Republican primary there with a new challenger to the longtime incumbent uh, county clerk auditor in Weber. So, so dig out your ballots. Go yes. find them. If you haven't already mailed it in. Um, you should, you know, check out. You can sit. You can have a cold beverage, um, and go through those and make sure you mail them. You need to have them mailed by Monday. Yes. There's while we're talking about ta- uh, uh, county races, Taylor, and this is one you've been involved with. One of the 
most interesting elections I've been following in a while is the Utah County um, District Attorney race with yes. David Levitt. So we only have a few – we have less than a minute left. Um, it involves the sheriff. It involves the um, current sitting district uh, DA in David Levitt. He has a challenger in Jeff Gray. He also has another challenger you're going to see on your ballots if you live on count in the county of Adam Palmeroy. But he has since left the ballot. So right. whatever you do, skip Adam Palmeroy because he, his vote votes vote for him will not count. count. That's right. So you're choosing between Levitt and Gray. So um, if you have not been tracking this, I'll be surprised because. Uh, it's gotten national news. There are two um, sides to this, really, and and we've seen them both come out. So read both sides of this. Drama, decide, lots to, of drama. Decide who, yeah. you know. So Taylor, you and I have had a great day. Um, it's always fun to be on Inside Sources because Boyd has created such a good following and and takes yeah. apart the issue so well. That's right, Mara. We only have like twenty seconds. Really quickly, in ten, five seconds or okay. so, who is going to win the Republican primary for U.S. Senate? I'm always going to put my Vegas money on the incumbent, but I want to give a shout out to the great campaigns the challengers have run. Okay. Okay. I like it. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's been a wonderful show, Mara. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.